Hey everyone, this is Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, here for another DevOps chat. Happy to be joined in this DevOps chat by Flint Brenton, CEO of CollabNet. Flint, welcome. Hey Alan, it's great to see you again. Great to see and hear you again. Flint, the last time I think you and I talked uh, was back at the DevOps Enterprise Summit in San Francisco. Uh, I guess that had to be October and November. November, actually, it was the same week that um, our new president was elected. Yes. Yeah, red letter day. Um, So, so Flint, without getting any further into that, let's let's turn the conversation to CollabNet. Um, What what? Well, first of all, maybe some of our audience is not familiar with CollabNet in general. So why don't we start with that? Can you give us a little CollabNet background? Yes, absolutely. So CloudNet is a SaaS-based, cloud-enabled development platform focused exclusively on the enterprise that delivers application lifecycle management capability for both agile and waterfall development processes. Mm-hmm. The version technology to, to um, structure those builds and main, to maintain high quality and high quality control throughout the process. And then we, we also provide the DevOps infrastructure to build and deploy automatically whatever gets created in Azure or Wirefall um, with high quality, on time, and to the extent we can help under budget. So that's really our focus. Sure. And, and you know what, Flint? I remember this about CollabNet. You guys have been in business now for a number of years. Certainly before DevOps was... Uh, you know, the, what it is today, let's call it, whatever it is today. How, how long has yeah, yeah, we've been in business this is our 18th year. Absolutely. So, you know, DevOps is a, another uh, technology innovation, if you will, that's come down the road. But I think, you know, what, what not unique, but what is uh, one of the special qualities of CollabNet is, is that you're not out here saying that the whole world needs to go DevOps today, right? That everything, we should be all DevOps all the time. But, you know, you have customers who are still on waterfall and, and may very well remain on waterfall for the foreseeable future, right? Yeah, we, we, we really invest very heavily in both uh, waterfall and agile development platforms. And although the, the growth rate for agile is higher than waterfall in the enterprise, we still see roughly 70 to 75% of enterprises using a waterfall methodology, uh, but the fastest growing segment in that area is clearly agile. Sure. Uh, and I, uh, obviously, but I, I think what's important for our audience to, important for our audience to uh, recognize is even the biggest DevOps and agile advocates who, you know, or bigots or whatever you want to call them, rec- should recognize that there are still projects and places where waterfall might be the best way to, to you know, skin the cat to, to complete a project correctly. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing type of, uh, of environment, if you will. That's exactly right. You know, um, the industries that tend to be highly regulated with a high need for security, compliance, and scalability tend to lean more towards waterfall development. Um, and, of course, 
once you've, you've started a process where you've got an established team that's been using waterfall for a prolonged period of time, they tend to, to prefer to continue with that. But it's new projects, new projects where maybe time to market outweighs the, the, the need for compliance and security and scale. Those tend to go agile in an enterprise. Um, but either way, um, regardless of the development methodology, the things you need beyond the, the tool chain or the process of building software is fairly similar, right? The way you use version control is fairly similar. The way you use DevOps technologies is also very similar. And what we found is customers who are well-grounded in Agile and um, Waterfall, typically in enterprise, they have both. Getting your act together in DevOps and making sure you have a strategy, you've created a culture to embrace and execute that strategy, and then having the processes and tools in place to bring it to reality is critical because you don't really get the return on investment uh, for anything you develop, regardless of the methodology, until you put the build into production. And that's what DevOps at the end of the day is all about. Sure is. Excellent. Excellent point, Flint. Flint, let me turn things a little bit because, as I mentioned to you off camera, off mic, 15 minutes here goes pretty quick. What want to talk about some recent news around CollabNet in the industry. I understand you guys were just included in a, uh, a, a Gartner Magic Quadrant, correct? Yes. yes, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, we're very excited about it. This really is a reflection of the investment our team has made in agile planning and execution. So we've always been considered a leader in, when it comes to waterfall development. But as we just mentioned, for enterprise, our enterprise customers are really demanding that we provide both, both equal value and waterfall and agile. So we've invested heavily in the last few years in agile. And as a result, we are just... Uh, included in their magic quadrant as a visionary for agile planning and execution. And we're very excited about that. That's nice. That, that is great. And, the, you know, I know everyone always wants to be in the upper right, but really having my background, you know, being entrepreneurial and having started businesses, I'd almost rather be in that visionary quadrant than the upper right leader quadrant. And certainly in the visionary quadrant over, let's say the challenger quadrant, which is the upper left, because I, I think with visionary, I mean, the, the recognition is, is is that you're setting a, you're pushing the envelope, right? You're you're pushing the vision, hence visionary. Um, right. So congratulations to you guys. Um, I know in speaking with your team, uh, uh, you have rights for a download of the quadrant. So what we'll try to do is put into the show notes here. Uh, a link to that where people can download the quadrant report and see, if, you know, check it out for themselves. Yeah, that'd be perfect. And I'm sure that your listeners would very much appreciate that. Sure will. So, Flint, be, beyond the the quadrant inclusion, though, what else is uh, what else do you see that's happening with CollabNet or in the market in general? We're starting now to um, get a number of customer wins that are embracing our model of providing a cloud-based service where you can consume our integrated ALM version control and DevOps solution, either in Amazon or on our own private cloud. And in many cases, a combination of, of on-prem and off-prem. Right. So we've now had a number of customers that have completely moved their development process into one of our cloud-enabled environments. And it's very exciting. That is exciting. exciting. And the great 
about that is, you know, if it's in the cloud, it's actually easier for us to include, Alan, um, both open source and proprietary components that we don't own or control because the, ne the need to test to get everything in your data center is lessened and our ability to innovate to your advantage it goes is uh, much greater. So we're very excited about that. Absolutely. So Flint, interestingly enough, I was reading an article this morning. I forgot where I saw it, but it was a recent survey where 65% of sixty of 65% of enterprises still keeping the majority of their infrastructure on their own data center, not, right. not a public cloud, not a hybrid, you know, situation. Is that about what you guys are seeing? And what is the arrow pointing up to the cloud? What, what's your take on that? No, that's a great question. And that's absolutely what we're seeing. So the thing to keep in mind though is what is the variable that's changing and what is the velocity of that change, right? Yep. So I would say two years ago, that's, that 65% number was probably 90 plus, mm -hmm. right? So as, as enterprises get more and more comfortable with the security and compliance uh, um, options in the cloud, whether it's in a public cloud or private cloud, they can see the tremendous advantages of of both um, driving down the cost of development and, and actually increasing the speed of innovation by going to the cloud. And I'll give you an example. In the US government, we do a tremendous amount in federal. And so both the Obama administration and now it's transition to the Trump administration has really been pushing the Department of Defense to do a couple of things. One, innovate faster. And so if you just think about work, you know, the US government is, is barraged by uh, cyber attacks from all over the world, right? Mm -hmm. And so your ability as a professional in NSA or the CIA or the FBI to deal with that is you want a complete toolkit of things you can use and you want to choose the tools you need, you need to deal with those cyber attacks, but you also need to do it quickly. So if you can use open source, it helps. If you can deploy it in the cloud, it dramatically increases or decreases the time to deployment. Sure. And three, it also tremendously helps you on the economic side. Mm -hmm. So even something as highly regulated and structured as the U.S. federal government, there are advantages sometimes of doing things in a public cloud um, to help. And so we're starting to see variations of that theme also in industry, primarily around enterprise, mm -hmm. where there's flexibility, ability, ability, increased ability to innovate and improve economics by moving workload to the cloud. Yeah. You know, Flint, living in the tech world and, and you live the world, you live that life, I live that life. I think sometimes we get uh, jaded in that, you know, we're, all, we're in this bubble of what's the hot new thing. And, you know, it's DevOps and it's whatever's next after DevOps. And and then sometimes you get a reminder, 65% still not in the cloud. And you say, but I thought everyone's in the cloud. And, and I think it, it does good for us to remember that there's a big world out there that moves at their own pace and their own right. rate. Same thing with Waterfall, right? I, I think people would be... Um, people in our audience from DevOps.com would probably be surprised to find out how many organizations still 
either having adopted DevOps or are primarily <clears throat> waterfall shops? You know, the, the key when you're um, a solution provider like CollabNet is you need to meet people where they are, right? Yeah. So if they want to be on-prem, you need to be able to deliver them superior value on-prem. If they want to move part of their workload to the cloud, you need to be able to help them, help lead them and sponsor that transition at the pace by which they're comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I learned a long time ago, the key to success in this business is to give people what they want, right? He can do that best with a quality solution at a great price is going to win, right? So that's, that's just the way it works, right? Absolutely. And that hasn't changed, by the way, through all of these innovations. And I, I think it was true 100 years ago, and, and it's true today. Or maybe even that longer is than 100. Yep. Anyway, Flint, listen, I think we're about out of time here. I, I want to be respectful uh, of, of your time. So what we will do is let's have you on again soon when we have some more time and we can delve into this. Are you going to be at DevOps yeah. Enterprise Summit maybe? In London, you bet. Yeah. Or well, I always enjoy uh, speaking with you, Alan. You're a great guy. And uh, you're a fun guy off camera, too, I will add. <laughs> so I look forward to our next, next uh, adventure together. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Hey, All right. Flint Branton, CEO of CollabNet, this week's guest on DevOps Chat. Thanks for joining us. This All is right, Alan. Thank you. Thank you. All right. This is Bye -bye. Alan Schimmel for DevOps Chat. 